Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. How do you know if you are succeeding in life? What's the measure that you look to? There are many aspects of our life that you might consider, maybe the health of your finances or your work life, family life, relationships, your physical and mental health. All of these, of course, are important aspects of our life that we might want to consider. But for a Christian, in some ways, it's, it's a little more simple than that. There's only one ultimate measure of success that we look to as Christians, and it's this. Am I moving closer to the Father? Am I deepening in relationship with God? This is the overarching goal of our life, that all of our other goals, everything else that we're striving after, are supposed to be pointing us towards. Relationship with the Father. Now, we take our inspiration, of course, from Jesus, his whole life, was about fostering his relationship with the Father, doing the Father's will for him. This is his recipe for a successful life. Remember in John's Gospel, he talks about finding our way to the Father's house. It's in the Father's house that we become most fully alive. This is also the whole purpose of our Lenten journey. It's to clear the path so that we can continue to advance towards the Father, towards greater measures of life. Now, knowing this is important background for uh, these readings that we receive today, especially the first reading, uh, which is the giving of the Ten Commandments. You see, this was a, a really critical time in the history of Israel. God had just freed his people from slavery in Egypt, and he was leading them towards the promised land. And, uh, you know, these people, God's people, were, were, were clearly on a journey. They were on their own journey towards the Father. And it was all God's gift to them. They didn't do anything to earn it, nothing to deserve it. It was God's initiative, God's gift. He released them from slavery and he was leading them to this new promise, to this new start. But God knew that the gift was not enough. And so he gives them these commandments. You see, he knew that unless they changed their attitudes, unless they changed their way of living, unless they trusted God more, they would not benefit from the gift that was before them. And so these, these Ten Commandments that God gives them, these, these rules for living, were not supposed to make life hard for them, not meant to make life boring, but their purpose was to help them to become the kind of people that could receive the gift that God was inviting them into. Jesus later summarised the Ten Commandments, didn't he? In fact, he summarised all the Old Testament laws in the Great Commandment. We know what that one is, don't we? We, we think about it day and night. Is <laughs> to love God with everything that's in us and to love our neighbour as ourselves. 
What we're reminded today as we hit the middle of Lent is that there are two key parts of our journey towards the Father. And we need to hold both of these in tension. The first part is the gift. We need to receive the gift of relationship with God, the gift of God's compassion, the gift of God's love, the gift of God's forgiveness. We might call this the spiritual stuff we need to do, the inside stuff. Right? That's the first part, the gift. But quite clearly, as, we, as we, we're reminded today, uh, the other part is also really important, and that's our response to the gift. We, what we might call the outside stuff. We need to live in accordance with the gift that God gives us so that we can actually benefit from it. Jesus put it pretty bluntly in Matthew's Gospel. He said, it's not those who say, Lord, Lord, who will enter the kingdom of heaven. Not those who say all the right things, (laughs) those who do all the spiritual things, but those who do the will of my Father in heaven. They're the ones that will benefit from the gift. So the key question that I want to propose today, I want to ask is, how do you know if you are living out God's law? Because we all have blind spots, don't we? We all uh, have this capacity to deceive ourselves, to think that perhaps we're doing a little better than we really are. How do you know if you're moving closer towards the Father? Today I want to propose three pieces of evidence that we want to be looking for that help us to, to, um, uh, to see that we're moving closer to God, that we're deepening in relationship. And the first is that we will start to notice uh, a growing trust in God and a growing love for others. That's the great commandment, right? Loving God and loving others. You'll notice yourself leaning on God more asking more for God's guidance, seeking God's will in your life, you'll notice that you're more vulnerable, you're more real with God, and you're trusting God more in the midst of your challenges. So you're leaning on God more, you're trusting God more. On the other side, you'll also notice that you have this new desire to want to love others. You'll find yourself thinking of people more, praying for people more. You'll notice that you're more generous with your time and your resources. You're more compassionate. You're more understanding towards others. You have this greater capacity to forgive. So that's the first piece of evidence that, 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 that tells us we're moving towards the Father. We have this greater capacity to love God and love others. The second piece of evidence is that you'll feel the pain of being transformed. Remember Jesus said, small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. Remember, the, I think this was recently in the readings actually, um, the mother of the two disciples come to Jesus and, and they ask him, and she asks him, look, uh, can my two sons be at your right and your left in your kingdom? <laughs> and what did Jesus say in response? Can you drink the cup? It's hard. Sometimes the road to the Father will bite. 
See, the path to the Father can be hard because God's desire is to transform us, is to make us like him. And and that's never going to come easy unless you're already a saint. (laughs) The path will sometimes take us in directions that we don't want to go that are not according to our plans. The path to the Father will call us out of our self-centeredness. The path will bring us face to face with our our weakness and our woundedness. The path will help us to see our poverty, which can be quite painful when we see the bits of us that we would really prefer not to see. But that's all a necessary part of the journey towards the Father. It's a sign that actually you're on the right path. I remember when I finally uh, started to respond to the sense of calling to the priesthood, I found it very challenging because it was not the path I'd planned. It was not the path I'd been, I was working so hard towards. And then uh, at least for the first five years of my formation, it was like God turned the light on and I started to see all this stuff in me that was a bit ugly and, and that needed healing and That was painful. I could have given up at that point. That was a tough cup to swallow. But now, of course, I can see how that that was all necessary pain. It's the pain of transformation, of growing in love for God and others. And if we're not seeing some of that pain at times, perhaps there's something not quite right in our journey of faith. The third piece of evidence is that we will notice good fruit emerging in our life and that's uh, what we're hearing today in the psalm. The psalm really is a testimony of someone who has discovered new levels of life as he's embraced God's law, God's rules for living. Here's what the psalmist says, uh, the law of the Lord is perfect, it revives the soul, It, it puts life in us. The rule of the Lord is to be trusted. It gives wisdom to the simple. In other words, it it helps us to make right choices, right decisions. The precepts of the Lord are right. They gladden the heart. They, They give a deep and lasting experience of satisfaction to us. How how glad is your heart right now? The command of the Lord is clear, it gives light. To the eyes, it helps us to see right in life. And then he finishes by saying, sweeter are God's laws than honey. There's a joy, there's a sweetness that comes to our life when we align ourselves with God's ways, with God's laws. The promise behind all of God's rules for living is that they will always lead us to a greater measure of life. And and we see this most obviously in the lives of the saints. They lived with a, a, um, a deeper measure of, of joy and of clarity and of peace and of purpose. And that's, that's the purpose of God's laws, of God's commandments. So... At the beginning of Lent, we began a journey, and, and, and the journey is always towards the Father. Just, just like the Israelites in the first reading today, we are on the edge of the promised land. You see, every Easter is a new promised land for us. There's, there's, a, there's an invitation to take up a new measure of life. There's an invitation for a fresh start every Easter. But 
as we're reminded today, entering the promised land requires a certain level of trust and of love. And so the encouragement today is to look at God's commandments. Take a serious look at how God invites us and instructs us to live. The psalmist says, meditate on God's law day and night. It's God's law that will help us to become the kind of people that can actually benefit from what God is giving us. How accustomed to God's laws are you, to, to, to the teachings of Jesus? How many could you rattle off? <laughs> How often do you think about them? How much of an effort do you make to live them out, to meditate on them day and night? I want to give you some homework this week. Look to the Ten Commandments, which we heard today in the book of Exodus, or, or maybe look to the teachings of Jesus. The Sermon of the Mount would be a good place to look, chapter 5 to 7 of Matthew, I'm pretty sure it is. And, and find three commandments or three teachings of Jesus, three instructions that, that you feel you could probably grow in. And make them the focus of your next three weeks. Ask the Spirit to, uh, to help you to live those commands out in, in a new way so that you can continue to advance towards the Father. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.